welcome to Yes Mother, the podcast about the A.E. Nisho Bates Motel. This week, we are covering the Season 5 episode, Inseparable. I'm Em. And I'm Sue. Mother, do you think she's good enough? to the recap. Okay. So, we open with the camera focused on Sam's open eye. Norman is standing there holding the knife. The shower is still running. Norma walks up with some cleaning supplies and tells him to turn off the shower. He's wasting water. He just stands there staring at Sam. Norma steps over Sam's body and turns off the water and says, Come on, honey, you want to play with the big kids? You gotta act like the big kids. She tells him to change his clothes. They need to clean up. He just... He still just stands there. She goes over to Norman and says, Honey, I know you're in shock, okay? And she licks her thumb with the, the bloody gloved thumb. That was so gross. <laughs> and wipes away some blood on his face. She says, Big deal, you'll live. You can think about the meaning of life later. But right now we've got shit to do, okay? <laughs> she takes the knife from him and tells him to go change. Cuts to Norman. Norman driving Sam's car. It's raining, and he says, I just killed someone, Mother. She says, Well, you wanted to know, Norman. You kept asking questions. You can't do this to me. You can't be like, I don't believe in Santa Claus, and when I say, Okay, honey, you're right, and you freak out. This is not fair. You painted me into a corner, and now you have to deal with it. He says he is trying. It's just a lot. He pulls off the road and starts down a dirt road, and there are cop lights ahead. He pulls into some trees. They get out and watch as the cops pull a body bag out of the lake. Norman throws up, and Norma says this is going to be a long night. <laughs> Opening sequence. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how nonchalant she is. She's just, she's got on her, like, um, hotel housekeeping <laughs> smock. <laughs> <laughs> and she just, like, casually grabs the knife away from him and Oh, and she licks her thumb, her, like, yellow rubber glove thumb, and wipes away some blood. <laughs> She's the best. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So next we see Norma and Norman getting back into Sam's car. He says, that was a body bag. She says, it doesn't mean it has anything to do with them. <laughs> That's the most Norma thing she's ever said. Yeah. It's a hand. It could be one of a million hands. <laughs> uh, he says it's Jim Blackwell. Who else would it be in that lake? Norman Norma tells him he, he cannot have a meltdown. Norman says Sheriff Green has already has already come around 
asking about him. She already suspects them, and she is going to piece it all together. Norma slaps him, and then he slaps her. (laughs) (laughs) She says, I'm going to pretend that didn't just happen. We have to focus on getting rid of Sam's body step by step. We deal with the rest later. We can't use the lake this time, so we have to choose between the cliff and the woods. Norman says, this time? How many times have we done this, Mother? How many bodies are they going to find in the lake? She kind of laughs and says, Norman, there's a lot at stake. There is a lot at stake right now. If they connect these crimes to you, they are either going to kill you or they're going to put you in a mental institution and they're going to feed you meds. Whichever it is, it's going to be the end of us. She tells them they should just get rid of the body in the woods. They still have to get rid of the car and clean up the crime scene. They don't have time for this emotional bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting that Norman... Okay, so we last week did a bit of contemplating about they merged together, you know, Mm -hmm. all of this stuff, and we just didn't quite know how far it went or what they did. And they obviously didn't, because she still has many secrets from him. Right. So right. she just gave him a little portion, probably. It probably was just at least some, maybe just a little, maybe it was just a glimpse of his childhood trauma. Maybe. Because, yeah, because, like, he doesn't know that Bradley's in that lake, Audrey's probably in that lake. We now yeah. know that Dr. Edwards is in that lake, probably. It's like he thinks that the only thing... She's, it's just weird. It's this episode. It is hard not. It, it you would be hard pressed to not um, have a lot of sympathy for Norman to keep harboring a lot of hate for him and what he does because he is so much more innocent than I think we realize. Right. Yeah. And this is one of them. He just has no idea. He's just like, oh, man, it's Jim Blackwell. And she's like, "Eh, maybe. (laughs) 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 Oh, my heavens. Her little, like, she does a little chuckle cry. (laughs) Yes. Can't really determine exactly what the noise is. (laughs) <laughs> it was so good. It was. <laughs> when he asked her how many bodies are they going to find, she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a great What do I sound. say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. But yeah, that is interesting. She must have only given him just a glimpse. I think like, it was. Mostly uh, him as a child and. The fear and the hatred towards dad. Yeah, I'm guessing she gave him the worst of Sam. Right, and that's what made him go kill the other Sam. Yeah, because she kind of tried to make him Sam. Right. So, yeah. And the trauma of giving him those memories made it work for him. Right. But she didn't give him any of the memories of killing Bradley or... Dr. Edward. No, they certainly didn't merge as much as we might have speculated they did. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah. 
They got a little slappy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. If we would have seen that in actuality, it was probably very Fight Club again. Uh, I know. I just wish, like, like I know with The Walking Dead with Negan, you know, in, in the comic, Negan uses, like, the F word every other word. Mm-hmm. Like, some sentences have it, like, six, seven, eight times in it. Okay. So, with The Walking Dead, they can't do that, you know, because it's not like an HBO show. But they are filming every scene twice so that the Blu-ray can have those scenes. And I wish they would do that with Bates Motel. And like, (laughs) I was like, where are you going with this? (laughs) Every scene, (laughs) every scene that's Norma and head Norma. I want it to be just Norman. Me too. I want to watch him slap himself. (laughs) I I want that to be on the Blu-rays as alternate <laughs> that would be so awesome I want to see him trash the kitchen I want to see him slap himself I want to see it all me too I want to see the nightclub <laughs> oh I want the nightclub they could do it the walking dead's doing it so beats motel get on it yeah okay so next we see Norma and Norman carrying the shower curtain burrito <laughs> <laughs> The shower curtain burrito through the woods of the snow. She says there is an old well around there somewhere. He asks how she knows. She says she has eyes in her head. He said he does too. He says he doesn't make a mental note of good places to dump bodies into. And she says, yeah, well, who's talking now? I just love how she throws out these little, you know, I'm you. <laughs> I know. She's getting so meta now that she's got a little freedom. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's talking? <laughs> he says that doesn't make sense. And she says, you know what I mean. It's good that one of us is thinking these things. It's because the one that's thinking these things are doing all the killings. <laughs> <laughs> they find the well and let, and get Sam half in. Norman hangs on to Sam and says, "This doesn't seem real. I can't believe I did this. He didn't. He didn't deserve to die." Norma says, "Jesus, Norman!" She pushes him aside, and Sam goes down the well and splash. Water splashes way down below. Norma says, "If I had a quarter, I'd make a wish." She tells Norman they've got to ditch. They've got to ditch the car. <laughs> uh, again, I just want to see Norman being the one just carrying the shower curtain burrito alone. I know. And arguing. <laughs> just bickering while just carrying that, and <laughs> Tyrone walks by. <laughs> Tyrone happens to be out bird watching. <laughs> Snowshoeing. <Yes. laughs> oh, man. Uh, next, it's morning, and Norma and Norman are walking down the road. She complains they've walked five miles in the cold. He says he doesn't control the weather. He says, that's one thing you have nothing to say about. <laughs> she tells him money's falling out of his pocket. Norman says he can't believe he got that much for the car. 
Norma explains a chop shop chops up stolen cars and sells the parts, so of course they gave him money. Norman says, Chick didn't give him any money for the other car. <laughs> Norma scoffs and says, that guy, you have to, you have a lot to learn, Norman. <laughs> he says he knows. She says they need to finish micro-cleaning the motel room and says she hopes she remembers where she put the luminol. Norman asks if she should, if he should just turn himself in. She says, how can you say that to me? He says he doesn't want to be taken away or killed or locked up. But what are they doing? What they are doing is wrong. She says maybe she shouldn't have told him the truth about how things work. She says, "Look, if you ever feel overwhelmed, I could just, you know, take over. I would be happy to do it." He says, "No, not an option. Never again." They are standing. <laughs> He's at the... like, "No more bars." <laughs> bars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of like a iron bar. Oh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second. Um, they are standing on the side of the road, and the motel is a little ahead of them, and we see Sheriff Green pull up. Norman says he will handle this. Norma tells him not to do anything stupid if you love me. <laughs> she just yells back, if you love me! <laughs> <laughs> I just love how she offered to take over. Like, you know, if you get overwhelmed, I can just take over. You know she wants to do so bad. Yeah, but why is she letting him stop her? I don't know. That's a good question, because I guess if she really wanted to, she could, huh? I would guess so. I mean, we speculated a little last week that he kept making these weird faces, and I'm, right. you know, I wondered if he was blocking her from trying, like trying to take to... over. Yeah. I don't know. I found, I mean, it's a little thing, but Norma noticing the money falling out of his pocket was weird <laughs> when you remember that it's the same person. Yeah. Because yeah. that seemed like something that someone walking beside you would notice. I know. I know. Sometimes there's just little weird things like that. Like, I feel like that might have been a little bit of bad writing just trying to get the money mentioned. Right. And it... We know now that Chick did get rid of Blackwell's car for them. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they needed to bring that up for that, and I just, I don't know. It's very nitpicky, but... They had a very um, Seymour and Agnes Skinner moment when she's complaining about the cold, and he goes, he doesn't control the weather. And I could just hear Agnes, and you never will. <laughs> Don't control how long the line is, mother. And you never will. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Kevin, I say that so much around here. <laughs> it makes us laugh every time. <laughs> that's awesome. That makes me laugh every time, too. <laughs> I thought we had kind of a letdown to the mystery of the luminol solved. <laughs> I don't know. It just was like, eh, I wanted it to be more interesting. Like, what do you mean solved? We still don't know why. Well, I just figured she bought it so she could clean up Jim Blackwell's bloodstains to where the police wouldn't see him. Yeah, I think we figured that 
early on that it was just she just wanted to make sure it was clean. I, I think know, it's but that that was a disappointing explanation for me. I wanted it to be like Oh. Oh yeah, you wanted it to be that he sprayed it on her so her body glowed. <laughs> <laughs> that was one theory. <laughs> <laughs> it just I don't know. It seemed like it could be a really interesting mystery. Yeah. That's my fault. I made it into more than it was. Yeah, because <laughs> I pretty much always thought it was just to make sure the motel was clean. But uh, <laughs> I think it'll come into play. Do you think Sheriff Green is going to find it? or you know, Do you think it'll play a part in her suspecting Norman? Well, I guess he did call and confess. <laughs> I know. Just kind of like switched the game up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if Sharon Green, when Sheriff Green is going to like start really suspecting him. Then I'm like, oh wait, he confessed. He confessed. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to really tip her off? No, I imagined a scene where she like put Bradley... And just all the people in the lake just kept tying them all to Norman and being like, hmm. <laughs> 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 Which I guess still could happen because all he did was confess to the one. Yeah, but. Yeah. I would have liked to see her. I, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if you find out someone has killed one person, do you immediately suspect him of killing more? I don't know. Is that how cops... When you find... Okay, the body will be in a different spot, won't it? Right. Well, Sam's down a well. <laughs> he's been that... And that's the one he confessed to. That water splash was... He's way down there. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, maybe she will think he's just a little crazy. Cause... That's what I'm wondering, too. And I'm wondering if, like, Dylan's going to be able to help get him, like, talk him out of it. Do you know I, what I mean? I'm not sure Dylan wants to. That's true. I think Dylan wants him locked up. He knows he is not safe to be running amok. See, I always thought that, like, Marion was going to get blamed for Sam's disappearance or something. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's her cell phone's still on the side of the road, and I I think that's significant. Well, you know, here's a theory. Mother, they take him in for questioning, and Mother totally takes over and calls it a prank, something. Right. They've cleaned it up enough that there's just, like, no... You know, he's like, she can just say, you know what, I <laughs> I have some delusions. You know that I've been mentally ill and, you know, just there's going to be no. He has stayed at Pineview. That is public knowledge. Right. And there's just there's going to be no body. Right. And there's going to be this Marion Crane stuff. 
that could possibly be showing up and they right. could just say, you know, he must have just left with her and they disappeared with that money. And Norman, you know, and having it be him saying, yeah, I confessed, but I, I recant. I had a hallucination. I don't know. Yeah. Mother's pretty good. Mother and is. She may squirrel him right out of it. She can outmaneuver him. I bet she does. Yeah. Makes sense. I... I bet she does. And I would like to see that. I would like him to, like, not be blamed for Sam's murder, but have them realize he did all the bodies in the lake instead. You know? Because then he's a serial killer. Yeah. Not just someone who freaked out and stabbed someone, you know, and killed him. Yeah, I'm just, I'm mentally trying to get him out of jail so we can have a great showdown with Romero. That's basically it. <laughs> There's no way. I, yeah. He can't spend the next three episodes in jail. There's no way. Yeah. They wouldn't do that because there has to be a Romero-Norman showdown. And it's not, it's not happening. Like, Romero's not going to be put in with him or something if he confesses. It's just not going to happen. I don't think Sheriff Green will let him. Sheriff Green suspects Romero wants to harm. Right. Sure. You know. Yeah. So. And Norma needs to get Norma out of the woods and back yes. into where people can find him and be horrified. I need the Scooby <laughs> Gang to find her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. Anyway, that's now my. I just came up with it, but that's now I like my it. favored. I like it because it's totally believable. Sam's girlfriend stole $400,000. She was at the motel. Sam disappeared. Of course they disappeared together with her money. You know? Yep. Type the body thing. is, you know, I guess. No, I think Mother is not going to let Norman out. She is going to not let him speak. So no one's going to know where the body is. Yeah. I don't know how Dylan will fit into this. Because he just watched some craziness. Yeah, I don't know. And he may be a witness to, yeah, I think he might have killed him. (laughs) 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 I think think he might be right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We just don't know. It's great. It is. I know, it's awesome. And I watched it three times, and I turned off that little preview all three times so fast. Yep, I haven't watched it either. So, so. I have no idea. Me neither. And none of our was... feedback spoiled anything. Thank you, everybody. I know. Like, earlier today, I was, like, slightly tempted. Like, I just want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was good, and I didn't. <laughs> I knew I'd have temptations, but... Yep. So... I'm going to watch them... Well, maybe. I was going to say, like, after it airs. Like, the one that I watched for this week wouldn't have spoiled anything. I mean, it it wouldn't spoil anything for any of the upcomings. It was all in this episode. It was all in this one. I don't trust them to do that, though, so I'm not... Either, because they did that one really early in the season. Stuff we still haven't seen. They showed stuff in the Mm -hmm. last couple episodes in that, and that is crazy. Yep. 
So, okay. Oh, no, I have one more thing. So they're standing on the side, they're walking down the road, and the sheriff is driving in the opposite direction and pulls into the hotel, and they just kind of, like, hide in the tree after she's pulled into the hotel. There's no way she didn't see them, oh, I say them, him walking down the road. I know. That is a shusher. <laughs> yeah. That annoyed me a little bit. Yeah. Shush. <laughs> Not much you can do. <laughs> you know? Yep. All right. Next, we see Norman act like he is coming out of room 12, and he says hello to Sheriff Green and runs up to her. He says it's linen day, and he changes the linens in the beds, whether they've been used or not. That's from the movie, right? That's from Psycho. Yeah. She says she was just at the lake down the road and asks if he is familiar with it. He says yes. He sends kayakers there during the summer. She says they found multiple bodies in the lake last night. Norman says, dead bodies? <laughs> <laughs> nope. But the swimmers. <laughs> just a bunch of people swimming. I thought I'd let you know. <laughs> <laughs> she says yes. She says one was Jim Blackwell. Norman says he doesn't know what to say. It's awful news. She says it is, and she wants him to know that Blackwell won't be bothering him. But she still wonders why he had Norman's address, and what Romero has to do with it. Norman says he can't imagine. Sheriff Green looks down and sees some deep tire tracks in the parking lot gravel, and says it looks like someone left in a hurry. Ooh, it's, it's Sam and Marion getting away. Yep, exactly. <laughs> My theory is falling into place. Um, Norman says... That that was an unruly guest, and raking the gravel is next up. She says he said he hadn't had any guests. Norma says, really? Did the, oh, linen? And the, no? <laughs> I mean, we haven't had any real guests. And we, I mean, we had someone. <laughs> Some people that came by, but it was only a couple of hours. It was, uh, yeah. It was a quick one, you know. I had no idea that's what they were going to do. They didn't pay for the full night, Sheriff. So Sheriff Green says, I know you're not like that, Norman. But when was this? He tells her it was last night. She says she will let him get back to his linen and leaves. I just had to write what Norman said word for word because it was so funny. <laughs> he seemed so surprised that she knew he hadn't had any guests. He's like, really? Oh, linen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I found that totally unfair. What? He could still say, I change it on the beds, whether I've had them or not. Like, yeah, well, there's 12 apartments, lady. <laughs> right. I thought that, too. There's it's 12 like, rooms. So, I, yeah, I just, we had one guest once, but all the others weren't used, and I still just change all the linens. I thought so. I thought that exact same thing. He but... did not say he hadn't had any guests. He just said nope. he changes all the linens, whether he's had, whether they've been used or not. Right, so one room could have been used, and the other 11, he still does the sheets. Or... And I'd still do the sheets, too. He made it sound like <laughs> normally he wouldn't change the sheets after someone had a quickie in there. <laughs> <laughs> change the sheets! <laughs> yep. Yeah, poor Norman is just not good at... Head Norman needs to take over in these cases. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but yeah, I still don't, I don't think Sheriff Green suspects him at this point. Mm -mm. 
Yep. Um, okay, so next we see Romero waking up. He turns on a lamp and starts looking through the bedside table. Maggie walks in carrying a tray of food. He says he was looking for a glass of water. <laughs> she says she will get him some water and in tells the him. In drawer. I know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good one. Um, she says she will get him some water and tells him to get back into bed. He's hardly eaten in three days, and she asks if he is hungry yet. He says yes and starts eating the food or inhaling it or snarfing it, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> he looked ravenous. Yes. <laughs> um, he asks if he had anything with him when he got there. It's all a blur. She says no, it was just him and an infected wound. She's been giving him antibiotics. He thanks her and says she probably saved his life. She says that was her goal. Because she loves him. <laughs> um, <laughs> he says he knows he had a gun with him and asks where it is. She says he must have dropped it and tells him to finish eating, and she will get come back to get the dishes and leaves. So it's nice to see Romero. We see he's getting stronger. So yeah, he's getting getting ready for a showdown. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he, getting ready for the worst day of his life. He thought the day Norma died was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait, Romero. <laughs> Stay at Maggie's. <laughs> Die in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> or wait for her to axe her legs. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> next we see norman bringing a wheelchair down the stairs inside the house norma walks in the front door and asks what sheriff green had to say norman tells her they found more than one body in the lake she says they knew that would happen (laughs) norman says it's all connected to them he says they have to get everything out of the house that can arouse suspicion Norma asks where they are going to put her. Norman says, a beautiful mountain pass. So there is snow there. They found it once while collecting foliage. <laughs> <laughs> like mothers and grown sons do. <laughs> <laughs> Norma says, let's just get it done. <laughs> so matter of fact. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Norman says maybe she should go down to the motel and put up a new shower curtain. She says, I see. Okay, yeah, sure. Norman takes the wheelchair down to the basement. He opens the walk-in freezer door, and there is frozen Norma. Cuts to Norman, pushing the wheelchair with frozen Norma in it through the snow. He digs a little shallow grave, and we see frozen Norma lying in it. Norman says they will be back for her as soon as they can, and kisses her cheek and puts a blanket over her. It'd sure be easier on Norman if the house didn't have those huge stairs on that hill. <laughs> That's all I can think about. It's like, there was a scene where he he had to, I have to, you know, I have a daughter in a wheelchair, so I right. think about wheelchair accessibility. 
<laughs> quite often. <laughs> so all I could think about was taking a wheelchair with a frozen dead body down all those stairs. <laughs> well, and then like... It's in plain sight. Yeah, it's... That was risky. Totally risky. Well, and then the logistics of like pushing a wheelchair through a mountain pass. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of that too because Eleanor has the most non I mean just bumps in the sidewalk are too tough for Eleanor's wheelchair. <laughs> it's got like smaller wheels. <laughs> I was right. like looking at that wheelchair like, man, that wheelchair can go through the snow that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it go. <laughs> yep. Um Alright, so next we see Dylan pull up to the Bates Motel. He sits in the truck and looks at the house. Norman pulls up in the Mercedes. <laughs> I soils himself. <laughs> I know. Like, oh no. <laughs> He's coming back from <laughs> from burying frozen Norma. Which I, I guess we mentioned it already and our, our guests already mentioned it, but that was just very cinematically, just aesthetically beautiful oh that scene in the snow it, it was gorgeous just have to give one little shout out to that oh and also he's still talking to her like she's alive and i guess i've touched on that too that you know we need to look at how he treats juno right but yeah he's she's still his mother <laughs> and it's interesting it is because now, especially now, Head Norma is not his mother at all. No. I wonder how he's going to be with frozen Norma out of the house, you know? It may drive him absolutely bonkers. It might, because she did seem, you know, we saw that one scene, like, early on, maybe in the first episode, like... When he couldn't sleep at night and he goes down and kind of lays his head in her lap like like it's a comfort. Mm-hmm. Just having her there. I wonder if having her out of the house is not going to bode well for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. So yeah, Norman pulls up in the Mercedes, cuts to Norman and Dylan walking into the house. Norman says he will make Dylan something to eat and walks off. Dylan walks into the living room and looks around. He sees a pack of cigarettes on the piano and a pair of women's shoes in front of a chair. <laughs> um, cuts to Dylan walking into the kitchen. He asks Norman if he has lived there alone the whole time. Norman says yes. Dylan says Do you think he that was just... The last little possibility that he has, like, a girlfriend. <laughs> yes, I think so. I do. <laughs> I think it was like, please tell me that you've met somebody that someone else has been here. He's like, just give him one question, one benefit of the doubt <laughs> before I freak out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Dylan says he should have called him. He shouldn't be there by himself. Norman asked about Emma, and Dylan tells him they got married and have a baby, and Dylan shows him a picture of Katie. Norman apologizes for not calling. He says every day is a small century. 
And I bet it is. I bet you those days are so long and just lonely and weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, we know that he feels, I mean, he's, you know, for a long time it seems that he kept up the illusion that he lives with mother, but, you know, we know that something fell off and he had a loneliness to him. Mm -hmm. You know, just having that alive physical person with him just wasn't there and he was missing that and I love mm-hmm. the little detail that Dylan telling him about getting married and having a baby and looking at Katie just seemed to absolutely break through something in Norman it did seem to break through yeah just well it's like realizing life is going on right. for and other this people is, this you is know. real life Dylan and Emma are married and had a baby and yeah, he yeah. is here with dead bodies and I know fake like, moms. You're an uncle, you know. Yeah. You've got a niece now. It's probably the first time that it's really hit Norman that real life is going on mm-hmm. to others. You know, he's trapped in just this and some enviousness just Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's when he, you know, his eyes well up with tears and he really, truly apologizes. That, that was totally sincere. Uh-huh. You know. It's like, yeah, you, you, you could have handled this a little bit better, Norman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and it's funny because here it is. We see Norma step into the doorway. It's like she just can't she just can't let Norman feel real stuff or something, you know. Um Oh yeah. So we that see was a warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like watch what you say. Um so we see Norma step into the doorway and Norman sees her and goes back to making a sandwich. <laughs> There's so many sandwiches. <laughs> well, things are getting real. So amazing. Um, the air needs to be thick with sandwiches. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dylan, this has been a really sandwichy season. <laughs> I mean, there's almost been a sandwich every episode. For real. <laughs> um, Dylan asked Norman if he is still seeing his doctor. Norman says not officially anymore, but he bumped into him that week in the village. See, and that may have given us a clue. We knew that Dr. Edwards didn't work in the village. Yeah. Um, Dylan asked when he stopped seeing him. Norman says after Mother died, it was all too much. Dylan asked if he's still taking the meds. Norman says not for a while. He doesn't think he needs them. Norman walks over to Dylan carrying a tray with the sandwich and looks over at Mother in the doorway. Dylan looks behind him. Norman whispers to Dylan, The only thing is that I do sometimes miss our mother so very much, Dylan. I can't even tell you. It's just not the same and it never will be. That was really sad to hear him say that. It was sad, but all three times I watched it, it creeped me out so bad the second he starts whispering. <laughs> I know, because he's like trying to keep it from 
dead Norma. <laughs> I know. There is just something about the whispering that just creeps me out. It is. It is creepy. I agree. Just goosebumps and the hairs raise on the back of my neck. Well, because it is creepy. <laughs> he is whispering to his brother so that his imaginary mother doesn't hear him get <laughs> jealous that he misses his mother. You know, it's like, yep. What is happening? <laughs> it's all so crazy. And I think the way Freddie Highmore even whispers is just scary. I don't know. It's, it's you know horror movie-ish. This this episode, there was a couple. This one and and the last one, I watched them both, like really early in the morning while laying in bed, like. Because A and E doesn't add it to their app till kind of in the middle of the night, right? And like both times, I was in bed just going, "This is kind of scary." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm glad Cam's here sleeping. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Dylan says, "I don't think." Oh, and Dylan, like, noticing that Norman was looking at something, and then he kind of looks behind him. Yeah, he did it, was it the first like, time, because Mother appeared twice, and I thought, I, man, I wonder if Dylan's going to look back, and he did the second time. He did, and it'd be like watching someone, like, see a ghost standing behind yeah. you or something, you know, and totally. like, is it, is it behind me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> And then the scary whispers. I know it's creepy. (laughs) If it was me, there'd be a Dylan-shaped hole in the wall. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Sorry about mom. (laughs) Take your meds. Bye. (laughs) I'll just leave these here. (laughs) (laughs) He like slowly backs out of the room. <laughs> Dylan says, I don't think you're well, Norman. I don't think you should be living here alone. Norman says, Well, living anywhere else, any other way, is not an option. Dylan says he is going to stay for a few days and they will figure it out. Norman looks behind Dylan at Mother in the doorway and says he doesn't feel good and is going upstairs to lie down. Cuts to Dylan upstairs. He goes into Norman's bedroom. He looks around and sees her robe hanging up. He sits on the floor and cries and says, I'm sorry, Norma. Please forgive me. That was so sad. Sad. That was... Norman, when he says living anywhere else any other way is not an option, was so raw and honest. I know. Yeah. That was Norman with everything he's carrying mentally confessing to Dylan that (laughs) he does it again in the dinner scene, but It was just laying it all out, really, without really getting into specifics. It's kind of like, this is what I have to do. I I wouldn't survive any other way. Right, right. I like how he is. Notable to me. It is. I like I like his like candor with uh with Dylan. Yeah. Like he he just opens up and well, because you know Dylan has witnessed some stuff. He was there that night that you know Norman was making waffles in the middle of the night which I'm not I don't think Norman has any idea 
Well, he knows he blacked out. Right. And he knows that stuff happens when he blacks out, so. True. So, no, I like that. On that note, I thought it was interesting that the robe was hanging up and it was the same robe he was wearing in that kitchen scene. Yep. And I just wondered if that mattered. (laughs) I think so. I think that was pretty significant. Which tells me that his I'm sorry, please forgive me was I left you here even though I was mad, but I left you with Norman who has so many problems he killed you. Yeah. And thinks he's you. That would be a tough thing to like to live with, you know. I mean, it's certainly not Dylan's fault in any way. And even staying doesn't necessarily mean he wouldn't have killed her still, you know. Oh, sure. But that would be kind of tough, you know, and seeing her robe there. Yeah. That's yeah, very tough. Yeah. Poor Dylan. I know. It's he just so needs sad to. He has that and will always have that on his conscience. I know. Unless he dies, I guess. <laughs> now we want Dylan to die too, like Romero, so he doesn't have to live with this. <laughs> Dylan has too much to live for still. I'm sorry he has to live with it, but. I know, that's the thing. It's like, Dylan. Get yourself a good therapist. <laughs> go back to Seattle. You've got a cute little wife and a little baby. Go. <clears throat> and a good job. Yeah. He's just gonna have to <clears throat> live with it if he lives with it. If he, if he is allowed to live, he's just gonna have to work through it. Yeah. There's only so much you can do, especially when Norma is your mom. You know, no one mama bared heavier than Norma did to Norman. Yeah. I mean. Dylan, Dylan could get through to her sometimes, but there was a time, there's times where she would absolutely shut down and shut down everybody but Norman in her life. And oh, that final. That final scene was scene, classic. The, the earring and stuff. I mean, how could you not just be like, I am so done with you two, you know? Yeah. So it's not like he was this petulant kid that's like, running away that was messed up what she did oh yeah it was bad it was really bad so you know he can always remember that too and be like well what else was I supposed to do you know (laughs) yeah like I said you're gonna have those feelings everyone knows everyone feels guilt right when someone close to them dies and you feel what else could I have done but right honestly I think with a good therapist, he can work through it. <laughs> well, and Norman, I mean, do you think there's also like the suicide aspect of this? Do you think Dylan thinks that maybe it's possible she did commit suicide? Because that adds a lot of guilt as well. If you know, if someone close to you has committed suicide, that's even worse. Right after you shut them out of your life. Well, right. she she shut him out, but she shut him out. He shut her out too. Yeah. But she may never have known that, because that all happened after. Her death was, was it the same night or the night after? You know, I don't remember exactly. 
It could have been that same night, actually. If it wasn't the same night, it was like the next day. Yeah, it was. Couldn't have been longer than that. Uh. Uh-uh. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's always a possibility that he thinks that. I think. Yeah, I think that's very reasonable that he could think that it's true. Although. Well, it got. I mean, like Norman said, the it was confirmed by the authorities that she committed suicide. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, poor Dylan. And you can think that. I mean, it would make a little bit of sense. I mean, Norma chose Norman, and mm-hmm. you know, if you're Dylan and you're thinking about it, you could be like, okay, she cut off me, she cut off Romero, and she's got the son that she knows is a murderer and has all these mental health problems and we're not going to get him better. I'm not strong enough to keep him in a mental institution. We have so many secrets. Maybe we should both. Murder, suicide. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he'd be stupid not to think that it's a possibility. Right. Right. So there's more guilt right there. Yeah. You know, uh, Poor Dylan. Just go back to Seattle, Dylan. <laughs> Just start over with your own family. <laughs> you need to shush. You got some shushing to do. <laughs> Just shush and go. <laughs> he should take Romero with him, and Romero can be one of Katie's grandparents now. Aw, yeah. He's a stepdad. For a couple of weeks, he was sure. <laughs> you know? Officially, he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Grandpa Romero. Yep. Find a new life. Yep. In Seattle, Romero, get out of White Pine Bay. Okay, if that happens, I can I can handle Romero living. <laughs> yeah, because he can like. That's Norma's granddaughter, you know. Well, he feels. I like Grandpa Romero. I do too. <laughs> he can be. Co- he can have like a little bromance with Emma's dad, and they're I like so just cute. Just that he and Will would be so cute together. <laughs> grandpas that go out and have lunch and then go play chess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next, we see Romero going through Maggie's kitchen drawers. She walks in and asks if he is looking for something. He says, where is it? She tells him not to do something stupid and get himself killed. He he has always been one of the kindest people in her life. He says not to get in the middle of this. She says he is one of the only decent people she grew up with and asks what happened. She says she knows he lives by his own moral compass and there is a reason he is there. She asked if it's about Norma Bates. Did she kill herself? Romero says no, and Maggie asks if he knows who killed her. Romero says to just 
have his gun to him by the time he's strong enough to leave there, and he gets up and walks away. <clears throat> I forgot to mention in the first scene, she says something to him that gives him pause, like, uh-oh, she's in love with me. <laughs> Did you catch that? Was it when he says something about her saving his life, and she says, that was my goal? Yeah, he just kind of yeah. gets that. Uh-oh, look on his face. Well, it was, had. I know, like, still, you're still in love with me? Because yeah. <laughs> it was almost an eye-rolly look, like, yeah. oh, you know. It was like, uh, I knew she was the last resort, but I was at my last resort. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I took you to prom because I felt sorry for you because no one else asked you. <laughs> that was totally the look. <laughs> That was 35 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> paying for it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, there's really not much more to say about that. He's still just looking for his gun. Yeah. I think someone asked if uh, we think she gets him the gun and... We were just like, eh, probably doesn't matter. He'll find one. <laughs> yeah, she's got guns. <laughs> she's got guns. <laughs> um, so next we see Norman waking up in his bed. Norma is there. She says she wanted to check in with him after everything and kisses him. She says, we have to talk about Dylan. Norman says, what about Dylan? She says, he can't be here. Norman says, he's not going to stay. Norman says... Well, he's asking a lot of questions, and you can't let him know the answers. He says, I won't, Mother. I would never do anything to jeopardize us. She says, he's your brother. I know you love him, but you can't let him in. He says, he's just visiting. She says, Norman, I'm sure he's coming at it from a good place, but unfortunately, he's just misguided. He's never really understood us. Don't get me wrong. I love Dylan. We both love Dylan. I mean, it's Dylan. <laughs> 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 but the reality is that we can't have them in our lives anymore. That's the price we pay for having what we have. It's just the two of us. He says, I understand, Mother. She says, you just need to, like, cook a nice dinner for the two of you. You know, charm them, be happy, convince them that you're fine, and then make them leave. <laughs> he says, okay, and she leaves. <laughs> I just love Norma's way of dealing with people. Cook him a nice dinner. <laughs> Show him everything's okay, and then tell him you never want to see him again. Charm <laughs> <You know>? him. <laughs> oh, she's the best. She is the best. Even head Norma has a lot of Norma in her. She does. He crafted her well. He did. And she's. It's just funny because she's always been there. I know. Watching Norma and knowing how to act and knowing what works on him. It's just, it's really interesting. <laughs> yep. Yep. She's like been this little bystander in his head. She totally knows what, what works on him. And I'm sure it's just totally shaped her through the years to just kind of be her. And she's pretty good at it. Man, we're talking about her like she's her own... <laughs> Well, because I truly think in dissociative in dissociative personality disorders, they really truly are. 
I know, I know, I agree. It's just so weird, like, because she really is her own person that I think, like, learned on her own. I, but it's still him controlling her. It's just so, there's just so much to it, <laughs> you know? It's, it's just, a fascinating thing. <laughs> it is fascinating. <laughs> um, I have to point out that when she tells him to cook him a nice dinner... I immediately went, oh my word, the poison's going to come into play. Oh, I, I didn't even think of that. I totally thought they were going to bring the poison in, and she was going to poison the food. She could have. They didn't eat. Yeah. It's possible, I guess. Yeah. If she's, like, taking over, and we don't know it at this point, you know, once in a while. Yeah. I don't know, it's just a thought I had. I just got a bad feeling when she told him to cook a nice dinner. I just had... I had uh, poison vibes, and I thought, that makes sense. They're going to bring the poison in, and I'm like, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The poison could still, I mean, I thought the carbon monoxide was the poison, though. That yeah. was their version of the poison, but there could actually still be poison. People still are going to be dying. True. So. Um. Okay. Next, we see Dylan at a pharmacy. A pharmacist walks up to him and says they called to see if they could renew Norman's expired prescription, but unfortunately they couldn't speak with him. Dr. Edwards went missing just over a year ago and is presumed dead. Dylan says his brother must be confused because he saw Dr. Edwards a few days ago, but that is why he needs meds. <laughs> he's like, oh, see? <laughs> see, he says he saw the doctor. <laughs> Dylan says he's worried something bad will happen if he doesn't get his meds soon. You know, Dylan could have easily, at this time, thought, well, Norman just lied to me to make me feel like he's still in touch with him. Right. Instead of really believing that he actually saw him. Well, I mean, that would be... Dylan thought on his feet like he always does. Right. Really well, you know, because Norman just casually says, I, I ran into Dr. Edwards just the other day in the village, you know, and that's perfectly believable. And then this young lady is saying, uh, he's been missing over a year and <laughs> we think he's dead. <laughs> and Dylan's like, huh. <laughs> you know? Look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that's and Dylan, like always, just did the perfect thing. Well, my brother thought he saw him, so that's why he needs these meds. <laughs> so a pharmacist wouldn't really give you a few pills of an expired prescription. I'm guessing. My headcanon says they called... Oh. Dr. Edwards' office, because someone must have taken his place, <laughs> or he had right. a couple others in his practice, and said, look, it's an emergency, can you just prescribe a couple days until this kid can get into a... I don't know, I just, I was bothered mm. that the pharmacy actually gave him some pills. I think it's pretty shushy, because how does Dylan prove he's even Norman's brother? Do you know what I mean? Do you know how many tweakers probably walk into pharmacies and try to come up with stories like this to get pills? 
you know. Yeah, but there's different. You know, as a mom, I and I've I've picked up meds for my kids, and I've picked up meds for Rob, and it's basically they'll give you any of them if you have a driver's license and you have a story, unless right certain pills, and I don't think antipsychotics are the kind tweakers and stuff are after. True. Yeah, I guess you're right. It depends on the meds. They wouldn't give them oxy. I thought it was pretty shishy, but it but is, you're right. I, I, I have I have gone and gotten prescriptions for Cam, but we have the same last name and he's on my insurance and there, you know. <laughs> right. So it's not a stretch that I'm his wife. Here's my driver's license and insurance card that has both our names. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. But. I thought it was great of Dylan, though. He does just care so much. He's willing, you know. He cares, and I think he feels a little responsible. Responsible, yeah. yeah. Norma's gone, and someone needs to take care of Norman, and someone needs to protect other people from Norman. He needs to protect White Pine Bay. It's not just taking care of Norman. <laughs> right. Well, and protect himself, too. I mean, ugh, that's... True. How scary to, like, you know kind of wonder if your brother's a murderer and like be in the same house with him <laughs> terrifying I know. <sighs> I'd be terrified just thinking he's his mother alone oh. even if she wasn't murdery that'd be terrifying <laughs> <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> uh, frankly I'd be terrified just because he seems to throw up a lot <laughs> We've covered that. Next, we see Dylan pull up to the motel. Madeline is there in the parking lot, and Dylan asks if he can help her. She says she is Madeline, a friend of Norman's, and asks who he is. Dylan says he is Norman's brother and says she probably didn't know Norman had a brother. She says her husband is missing and she needs to speak with Norman. She thinks he may have seen him. Dylan says, your husband was here. She says she doesn't know. He may have been. She doesn't know where else to go. She's been calling. Dylan says he is sorry, but Norman is in a fragile state and he doesn't want him to get upset. Madeline asks what he means. Dylan tells her Norman has mental issues and he just needs to get him in a safe environment. Madeline says she had no idea. Dylan says to give him her husband's name, and he'll ask Norman about it. She says Sam Loomis and walks away, and Dylan runs up to the house. Okay, Madeline could not have looked more like Norma there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dylan was going, whoa, I can't believe Norman became friends with a Norma lookalike. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I found it interesting that Max didn't play that up more. Yeah. To like, because I watched it, you know, three times. And I looked at his face and I'm like, he is not giving away the fact that he is just like stunned how much she looks like Norma. Yeah. I and how that. scary that is. Like, the ramifications of that. And then to find out her husband's missing, it's like, crap. 
know. <laughs> he played those cards close to his chest. <laughs> he did. I guess he didn't really want to give anything away, but you know inside he's like, holy crap. <laughs> you, know? yep. you couldn't look more like a young Norma. And, yeah. And her husband's missing. Oh. Yeah, that just had to make just his stomach sink. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's like, of course you're Norman's friend. You look just like her. And of course your husband's missing now because you look just like her. I know. And it's like, what and are he's the not going to like your husband. <laughs> what are the odds that a normal <laughs> look like moves into this crap town? <laughs> and Norman became friends with her. And now her husband's missing. <laughs> Doesn't take a genius. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're in for a long night, Dylan. <laughs> Next, we see Dylan run into the house and music is playing and Norman is in the kitchen and making dinner. Dylan stands in the doorway and Norman asks what's wrong. Dylan says they need to talk. He just ran into Madeline. Norman says, you did, huh? Dylan says she was looking for her husband. Norman says, yes, the Lewises. I spent time with them both. <laughs> <laughs> he says he doesn't know them that well and doesn't know where Sam is. And Dylan, and tells Dylan to sit down and eat. They both sit down. Dylan asks if he knows what happened to him. Norman says no and asks if they can talk about it after. That was very Norma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> eat your pot roast! <laughs> <laughs> Dylan says, no, we cannot talk about this after. Okay, we're going to talk about this right now. Madeline says she thought he might have come here yesterday. Did he come here yesterday? Norman stares at him and says, mm-hmm. Yes, he did, Dylan. He happened to be here yesterday. Dylan asks what happened. Norman says, well, you see, the problem is, Dylan, is that he was not a very nice man. And he came here because he was cheating on Madeline, <laughs> the other woman, and she rented a room, you know, so they could, uh, you know, spend a few hours together. You could have just said yes, Norman. <laughs> He's cheating on his wife. He and his girlfriend got a room. <laughs> got a simple yes. <laughs> Dylan says, and then what happened? Norman says, I don't know. In the morning, they weren't here. All right, they must have just left together in the middle of the night. I mean took the car, you know. It's the sort of thing that happens, isn't it? <laughs> it happens, right? <laughs> it does make sense that he would not be calling his wife today. Dylan says, and you don't know where they went. Norman says, no, no, of course I don't know, Dylan. I don't know anything more than what I've just told you, so please stop trying to confuse me, and you stop meddling with the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised we didn't get a finger wag. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, I know you care about me, Dylan, but you can't ever understand, so please, please just leave me be and let me live how I need to live. Okay, you can't even be here, okay? So I think that you really should leave soon. Norman is crying. Dylan stands up and walks over to him and sits down and tells him he just wants to help him get better and says he needs to trust him. His, he's his brother and he loves him. Dylan pulls out some pills and says he got the pharmacy to give him a few pills until they can get Hi. <laughs> Him. <laughs> to 
holding it. Hi. <laughs> we'll just get a few more pills till we can get high. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a few more pills until they can get him a new prescription. Dylan says they need to get him some help, and he needs to take the pills again. He was doing really well on them. Dylan asks him to take one in front of him. Norman hesitates and then takes one and walks to the sink and says, Please stay out of this, Mother. And Norman fills a glass with water and says, I just want to talk to him, Norman. Norman turns around and is acting like Norma and says, Dylan. <laughs> and walks toward him and says, Dylan, I know you mean well. Because you have always meant well. And you may not believe me, but I am so proud of you. I love you, but unfortunately I can't ever be a real mother to... I can only ever be a real mother to one person. And so even though I love you so very much, and this pains me, you're getting in the way. And Norman hits Dylan in the head with his glass of water. Dylan hits the ground and has a big gash on his head. Norman grabs a knife, but suddenly it's Norma with the knife. She goes to stab Dylan, but Norman stops her. Norman and Mother struggle with the knife. She keeps trying to stab Dylan and tells Norman to let her go. Norman and Mother end up on the kitchen table fighting for the knife. Sometimes we see it's just Norman struggling. Dylan is watching from the floor. Norman wins the struggle and walks over to the kitchen floor, dials 911, and says, I want to report a murder. My name is Norman Bates, and I killed Sam Loomis. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that was quite the ending scene. That was great. Yep. That last, I don't know, this scene was probably four or five minutes long. That was just fantastic. And that's the first time we've heard Norman talk out loud as mother, right? Um, to like, Norman. When it's the first time we've heard him talk back and forth, but right. not the time we've seen Norman talk like mother. Right, right. I meant like them having a conversation out loud like yeah. that. Yeah, and we know that he used to not do that. Right. So. It's. Again, mental illness <laughs> is progressing. <laughs> yeah. Because we Cause, know yeah. for a fact that there's a time where he didn't. Right. Right. Because, right. yeah, when he says, please stay out of this, mother, and you hear him say, I just want to talk to him, Norman, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, another level of crazy. Like, it's just spiraling down. Dylan just witnessing it with those saucer eyes of terror. <laughs> oh. Just, oh. I can't imagine. So I know. Crazy. I just can't imagine. And yeah, Spike and Don Draper need to roll over. Dylan, Dylan needs some mama bear bedtime. Yes. Man, I just. Oh. It's got to be so scary to witness stuff like that. I just can't, you know. Not only that, but he just got a lecture from his mom about how she didn't love him. As <laughs> and then tried to kill him. <laughs> and probably had to mentally distance himself that it wasn't really Norma talking. I know. I know. It's like, I'm so proud of you and I love you so much. But you got to go. <laughs> I can only mom Norman which is what you feared your whole life oh my gosh yeah so his crazy brother who acts like his mom has 
his mom persona is murdery and wants to kill her own son. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's about the size of it. I don't know if this is going to turn out well for Dylan. I've been... (laughs) I think he's smart enough now. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be soups on guard. He's getting out of this. I just know it. I don't know. I don't know if he is. I'm starting to, like, for the first time, I'm I'm starting to, like, really kind of fear for Dylan's life now. Really? Because yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. I loved... How when Norman and Mother are struggling with a knife, I love that Norman yells, not him. Yes, yes. I love that 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 could be what saves him, yeah. it's, It's awesome that that was, he was able to totally overpower her because it was Dylan and I just... That yeah. just makes my feels melt. Well, you know, Dylan, because I, I watched most of season one before season five started. And, you know, Dylan and Norman kind of get along pretty quickly after Norm, after Dylan moves in with them. It's Dylan and Norma that struggle for almost through the whole season. Yeah. I mean, there's that time where he calls her the horse in his phone and right freaks out but after that scene and i think it's the same episode is when dylan comes home late at night and norman's watching tv waiting up for norma i think she's over at shelby's and they have that really cute brother talk and and after that they're kind of you know pretty close yeah he yeah that's the whole like he tells him what Bradley was really meaning, and right, he was right. right. Yeah, <laughs> and and then so. you like you, she is not good for you. You need to get away. You're not acting like a normal teenage boy. This is what the life you could have. You know, let me give you some good advice. And yeah. he got an apartment, and Norman was into it. Yeah, Dylan's the one that really wanted Norman to to have a, a normal, as normal a life. He just. He would tell him, this is not normal, you know. Yeah. Boys your age don't have relationships like this with their mother. <laughs> you know <laughs> And he's telling Norma that they don't sleep. You don't sleep in the same bed. Right, right. So that could be, you know, just his always kind of being a champion for Norman. Norma thought she was, but she wasn't. You know, she did more damage than good. Oh, sure. We, we've known that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had a little epiphany. I don't know if I've ever fully realized that what? that scene where Norman, that scene about the whore programmed into his phone and Norman tries to kill him with the hammer, that was Norma. That was Holy Head crap. Norma. It was Head Norma, huh? She was pissed that he <laughs> said that. that he it wasn't her Norman. Over. It wasn't Norman pissed. That's right. Cause that he was Norman's disrespecting their mother. Murray, she is, and she. And he blacked out and didn't re. He didn't remember it. Remember? Oh my gosh, you're right. That was Head Norma. Isn't that awesome? She's oh like, oh gosh. no, you didn't. <laughs> 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 Call me a whore. <laughs> 
Holy crap, you're right. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, I just want to watch the whole series again now. <laughs> I know. And like pick out when it actually is Ed Norma. Because <laughs> she has been there all along since he was such a little kid. And the blackouts, it's all Norma. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. So, so yeah, what do you, what do you rate this one? I have to give this one another five. I think I am too. This was so good. This was so good. Yeah. I'm going to give it five dead bodies in the lake. Yes. <laughs> Are there really five? There might be. <laughs> there could be. There could still be people we don't know about. Yeah. Random guests that just piss off head Norma. That cider family. That wife could have looked at Norman with some eyes that <laughs> mother didn't approve of. The head Norma could be like, I hate hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> and their stupid cider. <laughs> yep. Yep. Do you have a wet the bib? trying to think of one I guess the Dr. Edwards thing kind of constitutes a what the bip just kind of like const- whoa <laughs> yeah yeah because what the bip doesn't have to be something that confuses you it can be something it can be a great reveal like that was yeah um but if I'm gonna what the bip something for being confusing it it'd be either the sheriff not seeing them walking down the road or the pharmacy filling up at least a few pills although Maggie got how did Maggie get antibiotics maybe she had an infection that I was wondering that too I was wondering that too and then I thought we have random prescriptions of antibiotics because Scout we thought had a UTI and like ended up not so she's got like all but like two pills still right just kind of keep them around right it's possible she might have a friend that's a nurse. I don't well. I really don't think she'd they can't tell anyone that pills. she has someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of bippy. A little bippy. A little bippy. But also just like shishy. Like, eh, TV. Maybe White Pine Bay's pharmacy is as crooked as the town. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, yeah. yeah. I love it. Another good one. There's but no spoiler section. Yeah, no spoiler section. Predictions that we haven't predicted yet? <sighs> um, no, I don't think so. It seems like I had one earlier today, but I think, I think it was me just trying to, like, figure out how Norman could get out of this and how Marion could maybe be blamed or even Madeline for Sam's disappearance. But you kind of came up with it on the fly and I agree with it, you know? Yeah. So. Do you think oh, they're... Okay. I'm going to predict. Well, no, because that was my prediction before you came up. So I was going to say, I... I... 
really want like Sheriff Green. I want that scene from the movie, the really bad fall down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> that the PI has in the movie. Because I think that's another great psycho moment that they could do without it being like, oh, they're just trying to be like the movie, you know? Right. Yeah, they could make it their own. Right. And I um, think Sheriff Green would be a good one to be falling down those stairs. I don't know. I see more of Madeline. It could even be Dylan and he doesn't die. Yeah, true. Could we check? Could be Chick. Although Chick knows too much <laughs> to be that shocked. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what Abernathy walked in on Norman being mother, right? Yes. Did he walk did I he walk in on the body? Was the body hidden in the fruit cellar at that time? No, I think I think the body was up there cuz okay. I think it's after he Oh, after he, he saw walked... her in the window. Yes. That's yes. right. That's right. So she so... was sitting in the window and he came up and yeah. Norman was there too. Yeah. So, I don't I feel like it'd be someone else other than Sheriff Green cuz I kind of feel pretty good that Sheriff Green's just going to be the derpy sheriff. Yeah, I think you're right. Which means if Edwards isn't around, I wonder, because I really thought they were going to recreate that ending. Oh, describing yeah. Norman's illness. So, I guess that's not going to happen. Alright. Didn't think of hmm. that. We are just, we just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> are they going to... Um, are we going to find out what happened to Dr. Edwards? That was too good, right? I really, I really hope so. I really, really, really hope that maybe it's Dr. Edwards that does the fall. Ooh. Like maybe. And it's in a flashback. It's a flashback because maybe he comes to visit Norman. Like Norman's missed a couple of appointments, so he's, he's like, oh, I better go over there. And let's say the door is like kind of open ajar so he kind of lets himself in and looks around for Norman and walks upstairs and he can hear him talking to Norma right. yes. and Norma and... talking back yep and he gets to the top of the stairs and Norman comes out of Norma's bedroom wearing the wig and dress and kills him sweet that's good I like it I like that too I think we will. I, I, I don't think they're just going to let that I think I think we're going to see it because it would only take a second. You know, it's not like it has to be a long scene. Right. So, and I think we deserve to see it. Me too. Yeah. Just like we deserve to see the white horse bar scene. Yes. So, that's our... Bates bucket list. We need. <laughs> yep. We need to see Norman in the wig and dress at the bar, being fabulous. <laughs> we need to see Doctor Edwards die. We need a stairway death. We need the stairway death, which could be Doctor Edwards. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. We need um, the Scooby Gang finding. <laughs> We need, we need, we need Emma as Velma 
<laughs> Madeline is Daphne. <clears throat> Dylan is Shaggy. And Romero is Fred. And then Juno is there for some reason. <laughs> Scooby. <laughs> Scooby. <laughs> no, Chick is Scooby. He's Scrappy Doo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, Chick is Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> he and Dylan go share Scooby sacks. <laughs> Yep, and then Norman comes out and is like, you meddling kids, I could have gotten, gotten away with this if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> oh, bucket list. Um... <laughs> the grandpa's playing <laughs> I was going to say uh, a spectacular death for Romero. I momentarily forgot about the grandpa's. <laughs> <laughs> The grandpa bromance. <laughs> yep, that's our bucket list. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, three more. Three more. Three more, and I predict they're all going to be five out of fives. They're yeah, just going to be awesome. Yep. So, feedback. Yes, mother podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. And all right. I guess I guess I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. I'll be back for you as soon as I can. I promise.
Shiver the whole night through. 